inspect the halls. I can't wait for goddamn Christmas. La 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 catching. Auspicious beginning. Please, please don't pick your nose. Please, please don't do that. All right? This goes at Christmas time. Christmas. Do you know what Christmas is? You know what Christmas is, Billy. You, you know, Rudolph what do you is think on I'm, TV. What do you think, I'm dumb? Yeah, I think it's really dumb sometimes. Cut it out, Billy, or I'm not going to do it. Right, just listen. Christmas means many things to many people. To some, Christmas means glittering lights, gaily wrapped gifts. That's right, sounds of laughter and good cheer. To the folks at Preparation Age, <laughs> it means a time to pause for a few moments to, <laughs> to give thanks to their friends who've been so <laughs> generous. So from... <laughs> 
From preparation age. <laughs> to you and yours. <laughs> very, very Christmas. <laughs> Why do you need a car? Which turn is it? Sage Terrace. Where's your sleigh? It's in the shop. Getting repaired. Where's the reindeer? I stable. Is it left or right? That way. Where's the stable? Next to the shop. How do they sleep? Are the reindeer standing up? But the noise, how do they sleep? What noise? It's on the shop. They only work during the day, all right? I thought it was always night at the North Pole. Well, not now. Right now it's always day. Then how do they sleep? Oh, shit, Sage Terrace. What is it with you anyway? Somebody drop you on your head? On my head? Well, yeah, what are they going to drop you on somebody else's head? How can they drop me onto my own head? No, not onto your own. What? God damn it! Cutest thing. Yeah, yeah. He has the nicest sense of humor. I do. I feel depressed. I know I should be happy, but I'm not. Welcome back, my friends. To the show that never ends. It's me, Christy, here in Aerial View HQ. With another aerial view, live and new, this time featuring my special guest, Lori S. Out West. We'll uh, be dropping in in just a few minutes from now to try to put the Chris T. back in Christmas. I gotta say, I'm in a much better Christmas spirit this year than I was last year. Last year, blue. There's really no other way to put it. It blew. By the way, throughout the show, I'm going to be uh, breaking some old ornaments that we no longer need just to get rid of them. Because I love the sound of breaking glass. Last year at this time, I was going back and forth to Saugerties, which is a Native American word for the place where we all gave up. And I was running my store, that cave, running it into the ground because uh, I had been forced to close it by my execrable cousin. And uh, I didn't want to close it. I had put a lot of work and a lot of effort into uh, creating what I thought was a pretty, pretty cool store full of old things and Guitars and guitar amps and all kinds of crap. And uh, we were going to move up there, Sweet Tea and I. And then my cousin lowered the boom. It all began last July with her expressing misgivings about the way the thing was going. Because uh, my store was beneath hers. You could only access it through a, via a circular staircase, a spiral staircase at the back of the place. And... So customers would uh, have to exit through her store. And if they left with something they bought from me, she didn't like it. Didn't like it one bit. And so after coughing up a great deal of cash to pay my portion of the rent in advance for a year so that we could snatch the space from a couple of other people who wanted the space, I was told, uh, this isn't working out. Sorry, it's not working out for me. Sorry. Sorry. And so last year, at this time also, uh, Sweet Tea had broken her leg while preparing for the party that we didn't have because of the COVID surge. So December 4th, she was in the hospital. While I was in Socrates, she ended up in the emergency room. And uh, it was not a good December. I'll put it that way. And I... I, I, I we tried, but I found it very hard to get into the Christmas spirit. Now, what do I mean by Christmas spirit? As someone who was raised Roman Catholic, it was a big holiday around my house. It was a big deal. And we did all of the stuff that you were supposed to do if you believed in Jesus. We uh, dragged a dead tree into the house. Although some years my mother preferred to have the aluminum tree. And we decorate, decorate the whole house, 
have uh, a big meal, have people over, the whole thing. Some of those are my favorite childhood memories, the memories of Christmas time in the house, especially because it involved me getting free stuff. Jesus, mm. I could sort of take it or leave it, but presents I understand. So I have always said that I like the trappings of Christmas. Now, uh, I do believe in giving. I, I think of myself as a fairly giving person. I like to. I guess we all do. Right? No one likes to think of them as a stingy fuck. No one likes to think of themselves that way. A Scrooge. By the way, if you're uh, thinking of watching that new take on A Christmas Carol, let me just stop you right there. Don't do it. The one with Will Ferrell and uh, good old, what's his face? Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Slam the brakes on that thing. It's a piece of garbage. We made it about 15 minutes in and just were disgusted with ourselves. I turned to the missus and I said, what is this? It's crap is what it is. So, You're looking for a holiday movie? Just watch one of the old versions of A Christmas Carol. Can't go wrong with Alistair Sims. Or even George C. Scott, for Christ's sakes. Literally, for Christ's sakes, I guess. They don't need to remake that. Better yet, sit down and read A Christmas Carol. Charles Dickens was one of the greatest authors of all time. A genius, some people said. I happen to agree. So go back and read the damn thing. Do not watch Spirited. Beg you. I just beg you. So, overall... This year, going a lot better than last year, I think. I think. Although there's still a lot of family drama, because there always is family drama. Remember, pain, uncertainty, and the need for constant work are unavoidable, according to that uh, documentary, Stutz, that we watched on Netflix. I highly recommend that. Don't waste your time on Spirited. Watch Stutz instead about Philip Stutz, a pioneering psychotherapist, who helps Jonah Hill get all unfucked. And now, let's say hello to Lori S. out west. And uh, Good evening, Chris T. Good evening. How are you? What's going on out there? Well, in you're Lake? in the Christmas spirit, sort of. Silver Lake. Silver Lake. I was singing Silver like Lake it. to the tune of Silver Bells. I'm trying to be. I, I think, um, you know, we're trying to throw a party again this year. We haven't had a party for two years. And the party requires a lot of planning and a lot of execution and a lot of crap every day. We're working hard so that our guests can have a good time when they get here. And there's always a moment during all the preparation when my wife and I just sort of we come to loggerheads about the whole thing. We're all like, she's basically like, I'm not doing anymore. And I'm like, well, there's more to be done. So I got to do more. And then we lay it aside and we remember that we love each other is what it comes down to. Do you ever get to loggerheads with, with your hubby? Oh yeah. Okay. Of course. It's, that's part of being married. There's no marriage. Without loggerheads? You no know, enduring marriage that you can have without having uh, a tiff once in a while. There you go. Is it Rob? I always... It's Rob, Rob, yes. Do you ever say, oh, Rob, like Lori Petrie? I like that idea. No, mm -hmm. I've never done that, but never I'm going to start doing that. There you I'm go. Try, try to do like my best Mary Tyler Moore in, uh, impression. Oh, Rob! Wasn't her name Lori, too, the character? Yes. 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 Lori mm -hmm. Petrie. There you go. Yeah. I got it right. So in case people don't know, Lori S. is, is a longtime friend of mine from way back, uh, 1987, 1988, something like that is when we met. Might have even been 86, the year I showed up at a little radio station called WFMU in East Orange, New Jersey, and I uh, subsequently moved out to the West Coast. Been out there how many years now? Um, since 99. Wow. All right. So I'm going to do some quick math. 23 years. Yeah, 23 years. Wow. That's a long time. You're about to celebrate a quarter century on the West Coast. 
I've lived here longer than I've lived anywhere in my life, including where I grew up in Oakland, New Jersey. That's amazing. That's really amazing. And you don't regret it. No regrets whatsoever. Wouldn't return. Like everybody I know who's moved to California, they won't return. They're not coming back to the East Coast, right? I have nightmares about being stuck back in New Jersey. <laughs> Seriously, I do. It's like, oh, my God, I can't get back. <laughs> oh, my God, it's freezing here. Uh, the snow. Ah. Yeah, today, let's compare temperatures just for shits and giggles. What do you say? Okay, so it's 40 degrees here in uh, Weehawken, where I am. And in Santa Monica right now, well, it's not that warm, actually. It's 57 in Santa Monica. Right, but you're, yeah. you're by the ocean at Santa Monica. Right. So in L.A., where you are, what's do you know the temperature? Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Don't see have that 61. right. It's 61 degrees. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's yeah. about where it's All at. Right. And Yeah, and I was just talking to my husband, Rob, about... Um, about just this very thing, about just feeling really blessed to be in a warmer climate, you know. Um, my very first Thanksgiving out here, um, I spent the day on the beach, and that was just like, wow, I get to spend a day on the beach yeah, and, and not be have icicles dangling from my eyelashes. Well, we we haven't had the really bad winter weather quite yet. It's uh, we there, I know there's a snowstorm lurking out there somewhere, and it's going to get much colder. January, February, it's going to be bad. But we hope to come out your way sometime in February and spend a week at least in the sun to try to revitalize ourselves. But uh, believe that's me, the best, that's the best medicine. I can prescribe is just getting out of there um, in February, February when you're just fed up with how freezing cold it's been for months and months and months and it's dark and yes, going to New York, it's probably pretty dirty and dangerous and dangerous. Yes, but cold, uh, dark, dirty and dangerous. But then you got the COVID surge uh, out there in L.A. as well. So there's that. So we do. Yes. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, so I wanted People to. Are all out of fucks to give, Chris. Yeah, I know. It's like everybody's treating it like it's over. It's over. What? No. What virus? What are you talking about? It's all over. We're no. done. Not only is it not over, but there's all these new viruses. Mm-hmm. And it's like people get into this whole like thing. That's like these conversations that you never would have had 10 years ago where it's just like, oh, did you get the new virus? Oh, my God. It's, uh, you didn't get it yet? Oh, my God. I totally got it like two weeks ago. Which one? The RSV? Uh, what is that? Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan? What does that stand for? <laughs> RSV? Respiratory Synctile Virus? That one? That one. There's that one. What? There's the Creeping Crunge. What else is out there well, right now know, besides got, the... like, a couple of new variants of COVID? Ah, fuck. I know. Yeah. Uh, RS... And if you're, if, if you're not vaccinated, you too can be the next Petri dish to develop the next mutation of the virus. Lori Petri dish? Yeah, hmm. Lori Petri dish, and you will be special. So what? what's the other Round one? There's no, there's, is it the flesh-eating disease? There's another one out there that we're all supposed to be afraid of, right? Well, remember, I think they changed the monkeypox to mpox. Is that what you were talking about? Mpox. What is yeah, now it's <laughs> mpox, so it's, it's not like, so, so it's, expensive. It's like Madam Butterfly became M. Butterfly, like that? Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> so, so people were really offended by the... Uh, Oh, God, I can't believe 2022. What a strange time to be alive. We, people were like, you can't say monkey. It's offensive because the monkeys are getting offended. I got um, jailed for a few days on Facebook because I said the quote, more fun than a barrel of monkeys. You shit me and not. Are you shitting me? Right, and there was a game back when we were kids, back when we were kids, 
Yeah. We had a game, and it was so much fun. I loved this game, and it was called Barrel of Monkeys. Right, and they were plastic monkeys, and they, you could intertwine their, their arms, and you could try to... What was the point of that game? To chain up as many monkeys as you could to make a long monkey chain? I don't even know what the yeah, hell the point chain. of that game was. That was it? Oh, my God. That, that'll get you. Just that word, monkey chain, that's going to get you banned. I'm going to get banned. I, I'm not time. saying it on Facebook. I'm saying it right here on the HoundNYC.com, where every uh, Sunday you can hear <laughs> Hound Howl shows, followed by Crash and the Party, Mark and Miriam, Doo-Wop, Chop Shop of the Year. And uh, Lori S. is my guest. Lori S. out west helping me uh, smash these old ornaments that I no longer need or want. Thank you for that. But, uh, yeah, it's amazing what kids used to be entertained by back in the day. Barrel of monkeys. Here, kids, go in the basement and play with this barrel of plastic monkeys for hours. Because that's that's what we have for you. That's the and entire thing. And we liked it. Yeah. It's amazing. Barrel of monkeys. Uh, so I wanted to, to check in with you. It's been a while since we spoke, but I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Christmas in L.A. Uh, and whether or not you care. Now, uh, you're Jewish. And Correct. what is it like for you when Christmas rolls around? Is it just a horrible four to six week period that you must endure kind of thing? What is it like? For me, that's always been the case, whether I'm here on the, or whether I was on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. My birthday is December 21st. Wow. So right? that's coming so right it's up. Like four days before Christmas. So nobody ever remembers my birthday. Nobody gives a fuck. Mm. And and so I've kind of learned not to give a fuck. And, and, and I've developed this mild resentment towards, like, Christmas stealing my thunder. Well, I, for... I mean, there are people who were born on December 25th. Which, yeah, my, by the my, way, is not the date that Jesus Christ was actually born. No, know. they stole all that from the pagans, just like they stole the Christmas tree and all that crap. They co-opted it, I should say. Yeah. Yes. Think of the Catholic Church as like the Terminator, just absorbing everything it encounters and incorporating it. Or maybe John Carpenter's The Thing. So, yeah, the Catholic Church, when it was trying to be popular, they were like, what could we do? I know what's popular. A dead tree in your house. Let's make that part of Christmas. So they just co-opted everything. Just a bunch of co-opting fools is what they were. But uh, so my my mother's birthday was December 28th. She always had that syndrome of just birthday being too close to Christmas. Here's your combination gift. Yeah, here, Mom. I bought it at the 7-Eleven. It's one of those pine air fresheners. Do you like it? (laughs) Thing. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, today in 1965 is when they first aired uh, A Charlie Brown Christmas. So let's hear it for uh, one of the greatest Christmas specials of all time. I never get what I really want. I always get a lot of stupid toys or a bicycle or clothes or something like that. Uh, which had all the cynicism and sarcasm that I needed as a young kid. Believe me, I needed that. I even played Linus in a school play. Did I ever tell you that? That's perfect casting. Yeah, perfect too. casting. I was a pretty good Linus. I got I got my moment in the spotlight, got to go up and say what Christmas was all about. That was me. Uh, but yeah, it's got to be hard when you don't partake, when you don't participate, when it's not your holiday. It's got to be hard to see Merry Christmas everywhere. Do, do you see it everywhere out there? Not- I mean, you know, when you go into a store, they're playing Christmas carols. I can't stand Christmas carols. I can't. It's just like there's a couple of good ones out there that are funny. And, um, of course, I always appreciate Christmas for the Jews. That's a good one. Oh, Christmas time for the Jews from uh, the the mind of uh, Robert Smigel. I believe he wrote that, the guy behind Triumph the Insult. Uh, comic yeah. dog yeah it's one of the most brilliant christmas songs of the last i don't know how many years but i was in the home depot today the home despot as i like to call it and they were playing these versions of christmas songs that i actually like because there's only two christmas records you need phil Spector's christmas lp and the ventures christmas album you could throw everything else out the rest of it is garbage 
But if you have those two records, you're okay. And they were taking these versions of like stuff from the Phil Spector record and Michael Buble or some other odious creature who happens to sing for a living was doing them. And I just thought to myself, if I had to work in this Home Depot during the holidays, I just would be suicidal. These people must all be suicidal. That's what I thought. I felt bad for the people working at the Home Depot. Yeah. I really did. I think I know somebody who works at Home Depot. I think we know the same person, perhaps. Maybe. Works at the Home Depot. Right, because there is only one person who works at Home Depot, and that's why you can never find anybody who can help you. No, I go in there with the idea of uh, KMAG yo-yo, as the military acronym goes. You know what that is? No. KMAG yo-yo. Kiss my ass, guys. You're on your own. Uh. (laughs) KMAG yo-yo. That's the first The first thing that crosses my mind when I walk into the forget asking for help. You're not getting any help. By the way, you now have to mostly self-serve checkout because uh, like uh, a lot of these stores, although Home Depot was late to the game, I had to go to Home Depot and Lowe's today. And thank God they're next to each other. That's all I can say. Because the Lowe's didn't have what I needed, one item I needed, so I had to go to the Home Depot. But now... They have gotten rid of most of their manned. Is that sexist if I say manned cash registers? By the Just way, say it, Chris. Just manned cash registers and replace them with self serve, so they make you do the work. I always love that. I always love that. Now you have to not only go find the shit because no one's there to help you cart it to the register, but now you got to check it out yourself. And it always goes wrong. There's always a moment when. Something goes wrong, and the screen starts flashing, and it says, wait for attendant. And then the attendant has to come over and stick this special card in the special slot so that you can continue buying your crap. Yeah, that's what goes on there now. But uh, let's let's pull out a bit. Let's zoom out and take a look at this thing. This is why this show is called Aerial View, Lori, by the way. Lori S. out west. We're going we're gonna to try to take a, an aerial view of the the entire subject and ask uh, just just what is there what, what what do you do in this holiday season by the way do you do you hunker down at home with Rob do you just not go out and avoid it until it's over or, or are you being invited to holiday parties and declining or what what what's your approach to surviving this season yeah whenever we whenever we get invited to a holiday party, which happens, you know, and I, my excuse is always like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm doing a juice cleanse. I don't think you want me at your party. That's a pretty good one. A yeah. Juice that's a cleanse? really good excuse, right? If you're doing a cleanse, nobody wants you at the party. And it's a it's it's really it's like really. You're Why is that? Is that because you're going to be running mm-hmm. to the bathroom or because you're going to be irritable? Yeah, or nobody you, what? wants the person with the explosive diarrhea, right? Is that what happens during a juice cleanse? I never have done a juice cleanse. I have cleanse. no idea. I've never really done a, a full-on juice cleanse. I've, I mean, I've tried it, and I was starving. Well, I, when you first said that, I thought of Kanye West. I thought you said a juice cleanse, which is what he'd like oh. to do. But you said juice, J-U-I-C-E. He's I said juice cleanse. Right, but he would like to do a juice cleanse, something tells me. Why doesn't he like Jews, by the way? Have you ever uh, considered that subject? What's he got against them? Is it just because uh, they're the world's I, eternal I, scapegoat for everything, or is it some other reason? You yeah, think? well, this is, I mean, anti-Semitism is um, a hatred that's as old as time. Mm-hmm. So... So is that, this is this is, is nothing. Isn't that a line from Beauty and the Beast? I was just, I just thought of lyrics to the Beauty and the Beast song. A hatred that is it's as old as time. I don't think that's what they're singing about in Beauty and the Beast. I'm just no, saying. No, I don't think so either. But yeah, it's it really. Uh, and um, you know who really loves that? Kanye West has a big megaphone and he's using it to talk shit about the Jews. Yeah. White supremacists. They love it. They do Nazis. love it. 
they love it. They would love to see a race war between black people and Jewish people. That's what, you know, it's like that would be the ultimate. And so it's like, and I just want to know, like, who these rich Jews are who are controlling the world and the banks and everything. And I just want to ask you guys if if there's any chance that we're related, can you kick me down a little bit? Yeah, you know. A few bucks. A few bucks. You're you know? a member of the tribe, as they say. Right. Mate. You know, it should be like if you're a Native American and you get that casino money. It should work right. like that. They should share the spoils. And to anybody who really thinks that there's this evil cabal of Jewish people who are controlling the banks or have all like banded together to take over the world, go to any kind of family event that is thrown by a Jew, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't recommend staying too long because everybody is fighting with each other. They will fight about the stupidest shit ever. Mm -hmm. And this is like my family. It's like whenever we got together and we would just we'd fight about cake. We would fight about the weather. We would fight about all these innocuous things. And and literally like, I'm never speaking to you again. What is the fight about cake? What 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 would you fight about about cake? You didn't well, get enough. Christmas, you didn't. When Christmas, if like you know, you've got like a goy coming over, and it's like, oh, they're bringing a fruit cake. Oh no! no. no and Aunt Miriam that. will say, "Well, I baked a bunt." I would. So we're using the bunt. We're not using that disgusting fruit cake. I would. I would wait. I would withhold judgment. I would taste the fruit cake, and if it was horrible, I would just spit it out in a napkin. Fruit cake is horrible. It can be good though. You've never had a good fruit cake. It can be good. I'm telling no, you. No, never. I've never who and and anybody out there who is listening. I'm sending you and Rob a fruit, fruit cake for cake. Christmas. That's it. I'm sending you guys a fruit cake for Christmas. It, would you th just throw it out? Best bud. Would you just throw it out? You'd probably would just throw it out, wouldn't you? You'd I be would like, screw this. All right. You might as well take that money and throw it in the street, dude. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't need to do no, that. No, it, it, it's it's just like these conspiracy theories, and they're and it's just like always like focused on Jews, and it's like, dude, we cannot get your our shit together to conspire to do anything because everybody in the conspiracy cult would be fighting with each other. It just won't work. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So everybody just calm their asses down. Well, Stop blaming the Jews for all your problems. Your problems are your problems. But he's also an admirer of Hitler, he said, didn't he? Isn't that the other thing he said? I mean, really? He was a, he was a loser. He was a loser that shot himself in the head. What's, what's to admire about that? What are you admiring about that? He well, he, 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 he caused thinks the... that Hitler invented the microphone and Hitler invented highways. He's convinced of this. You've read more about this than I have. I didn't know that. He thinks that Hitler invented microphones and highways. Did you see the the piece where like he was on Alex Jones and it's like I didn't watch you it. No, you've got to be batshit crazy when you've got Alex Jones telling you to just calm down. <laughs> I know, and it's... he was the most reasonable one in the room. It was, it was Alex Jones, Nick Fuentes, and Kanye West. And Kanye had this hood or stocking cap or something over his head. Mm -hmm. No, he is not well. We know this. Yes, but I was and about he... to ask, like, how much but of this is attributable, that's, that's... right, to his to his well documented schizophrenia? I know plenty of bipolar people, people mm. who have mental problems, and they're not anti-Semitic. Right. <laughs> not racist bigots. It's just, it's amazing. What about the theory that he's just a self-hating black man? I mean, is that is there anything to that as far as you're concerned? I've heard that theory. I don't know how that computes, though. How does that equal anti-Semite? Wouldn't you be a, like a racist, a black racist or something? So to be a racist, you have to have the ability to hate and oppress at the same time. You hmm. use your hatred to oppress the other. 
So, according to Spike Lee. Yeah. So, um, if... Oh, has Spike... I, has, I don't has, know has, who he thinks is oppressing him. Mm-hmm. Um, for, I guess, up until he opened his big trap, he was a billionaire. And then when the all those shoe companies started to oust him, he lost a... I think he, he'd probably, like, you know, it took a few mil out of his pocket, and he probably thinks Jews are taking that, too. Hey, what about this scenario? He's so broke, he ends up, uh, you know, moving into uh, your neighborhood somewhere, and you see him every day, walking around. What about that? How would that be? What would you say? You cross paths with him. Hey, Kanye, how's it going? Yeah, I Something doubt like that? that he walks around anywhere or would be seen walking around in my neighborhood. I, this I mean, is... it's, it's possible. I have mm. seen some cele- celebrities in the Trader Joe's, and I've seen some celebrities in the Gelson's, but I guarantee you that Kanye West does not do his own grocery shopping. Now, so, is that the Gelson's like on the, celebrities. the Gelson's on Franklin or a different Gelson's? Which which Gelson's? No, not are? the one. Well, I've never I've never been inside the one on Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is on Hyperion. Okay, and, and it's literally spitting distance. From now me. I need to know who these celebrities were. I'm dying to know now. Who were they? The celebrities that you spotted shopping for their cat food. Okay, so apparently, um, so Rob just uh, passed me a note, and he said that Nick Fuentes was spotted at the In-N-Out Burger in Hollywood. Yeah, is now is that the one on La Brea, south of yeah. Hollywood Boulevard? Because I've yeah. been to that In-N-Out Burger. But that's not really my neighborhood, so we're right. talking about my neighborhood and who I've seen in the supermarkets. Mm-hmm. No, nobody as famous as um, Nick Fuentes. As, as, no, nobody as famous as <laughs> nobody God. as famous he as that. Was. Okay. Nobody knew who Nick Fuentes was until he started hanging out in, with Kanye West, and apparently, he is running uh, uh, Kanye's bid for president. Holy and shit. That's why I mean, just think up. of the pe- the and people they could feed with the money they're wasting. I mean, just think of all hey, the hungry know, people they could feed. It's so sad it's how much money that we spend on uh, uh, on these elections and then nothing gets done. And it's like, imagine if we were to take that money to feed the homeless or house the homeless. The homeless problem here is really, really bad. Well, he would do that, but just not homeless Jews. He would say they can't. No, sorry, they're not welcome. He probably would yeah. do that, but he'd be like, "No, not the homeless Jews." Can't I do don't that. think so. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that he would ever. Don't I think that he was kind of an activist when he was married to Kim, and she had him on his meds, and they were um, very active in doing prison reform. Yeah. That's true. They were fighting for criminal justice reform, and they actually yeah. did some good things. And they did there. some good things. Uh, and then you th- is it really as simple as he went off his meds? I mean, how many people going no. off their meds become anti-Semites, though? No. Hmm. No, that's not a thing. Hmm. You know, hmm. I mean, it, two things can be true at once. I don't know. You ever listen to those I long lists of sa- side effects when they, they do the drug commercials and they have the long list of side effects? Maybe we're not listening hard enough and maybe like anti-semitism is in there maybe you could yeah, become that, a... that would be a good bit right yes <laughs> suddenly like the... suddenly Thanks. you're like i don't know about these jews they're everywhere and they control everything i don't think i'd like it <laughs> it's like uh-oh <laughs> you might have to tweak the medication yeah hmm exactly and the side effects are like hallucinating and seeing jewish space lasers i thought the zabilify was going to help me yeah, <laughs> and now I'm being shunned in polite society. This is fantastic. Uh, or Celebrex. Getting or... back to the people that I yes. have seen uh, in the Gelsons, 
we've um, owned by Jews, by the way. I just want to point that out. No, sounds like I a Jewish no, name. None of no? the none of the celebrity Jews. I I've, I haven't seen any celebrities that are Jews. Mm-hmm. Up Jewish. to think of it, oh, I don't. No, think, well, wait, Jewish. is is Ron Perlman Jewish? I think he uh, might yes. be. Yes. Yeah. He is, okay. He so, is cut. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> yes. So we've seen Ron Perlman. I have his, I have a signed copy of his autobiography. I, I met and interviewed Ron Perlman. Nice guy. Yeah, I did not like check cool. myself to see if he was cut, if that's what you're wondering. Um, and I saw Crispin Glover. Oh, oh, yeah. You and I are big Crispin Glover fans, right? Yeah. Yeah, big, big Crispin. fans. Yeah. He's so weird. Didn't he uh, show up at WFMU at one point? Somebody had him down there. And interviewed him. I, I remember, I think I was even there when he came down. He he had that book Rat Catching out, and, and he was plugging it. So he was doing appearances and showing up places. So, And I think that's how I got my copy of that book. It's one of yeah, my treasured possessions. I've never possessions. had a, a, t- a, a conversation with him, but mm-hmm. he's very friendly. He's always like very chatty with everybody who comes up to him in the store and the people at the checkout. He seems like he would be very nice. So apparently David Letterman didn't like him. but Yeah. But what is but he we, doing now? I mean, I haven't seen him in anything for I don't know how long. Is he like retired from acting at this point? I don't or is think he... so. I no? think he's doing like the last thing that I saw him in, and he's probably done something be- since then, but he was amazing in American Gods. Mm. Uh, you ever got to watch that? I, I did it, watch that, yeah, I, but I, I think I bailed that after like three episodes. I'm not... uh, it's hard to understand and follow. Mm. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed it, and, and he was great in it. He was one of my favorite characters. He was just so goddamn evil. Getting back to people I've run into in grocery stores a few years ago, I, uh, well, this was b- b- way before his death. I ran into Filthy Animal Taylor. Oh, nice! Uh, wow, did you say hello, you Filthy Animal? Did you did you? I him? went up. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to do that. Mm-hmm. He's very nice. He's very approachable. He was very. God rest his soul. Um, Member and, of Motorhead, most famously. Yes, of yes, course. Of course. And um, so I, I, it was in the the section where you're buying laundry detergent, and I was like, I came up behind him, and I was like, "Filthy animal, Taylor, buying laundry detergent." Oh yes, it's me, and you caught me. It's like I'm buying soap. Not very filthy of me, is it? Oh, I love it. I love it. That reminds me of the time I ran into Michael DeBar. Sweet T and I were uh, out in Hollywood, and, and we went to the Melrose Trading Post flea market, and lo and behold, here comes Michael DeBar walking my way and uh, with some honey on his arm, and, and we stopped and chatted for a few minutes. I said, aren't you Michael DeBar? And he said, why, yes, yes, I am. And Sweet T and I took a picture with him. I said, I don't know how many fans of the band Detective you ever meet, but I own all your records. Wow. <laughs> you must have been blown away. That's so cool. I, I thought I had to go with Detective rather than anything else he was known for. Because I'm sure people are like, weren't you on WKRP in Cincinnati? And weren't you into <laughs> Sir with Love? And didn't you? What was the other band he was in? Silver Chair or some? What the hell was it? Didn't, what, no, what, Silver Chair was like those those goddamn kids. Those wankers? He was in some other band, though. I forget the name of it. He he. I mean, he's a rocker from way back, but uh, Detective I liked because they were on Swan Song, and if you closed one ear, they kind of sounded like Led Zeppelin. Just saying. They had very heavy riffs. You remember Detective, the band Detective? Yes, of course. Okay, of course. I, I probably played them on FMU a couple of times. I'm maybe. sure. I'm sure I did, too. Anyway, so that's what happens when you're out in L.A. You run into famous people. I run into them here sometimes, too, but more often than not, they were you'd run into them out there. But uh, Talking to Lori S. Lori S. out west, way out there in California, and uh, trying to get through the holidays. Uh, we're going to support each other this year. We're going to help each other get through the holidays. What do you say? I'm going to call okay. you when I need... Uh, a holiday crutch. I got your back, Chris T. Can you say going to put the Chris T back in Christmas? Can you say crutch anymore, or is that considered crutch? Crutch. Can I say crutch, or is it too close to cripple? 
like cripple you can't say anymore, right? Right. Like, unless you say like I I really crippled that can of beer, something like that. Right. Not that you would say that. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, who says that? Nobody. I think I'm trying to get it to catch on, and it won't. Keep that up. It's never going to catch on, unfortunately. Uh, so here we are on December 9th, the day that the Charlie Brown Christmas special aired for the first time ever in the United States. And we're rolling up to the holiday. And uh, for me, it's going better than it was last year. Lori doesn't care. She's never cared. It's just a big pain in the ass as far as she's concerned. And I get it. I get it. I totally understand. It's a big pain in the ass for me, too. But I, 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 I think out of force of habit, it's almost like ghost limb syndrome. You just sort of go along with the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just got to kind of roll with it. For me, it's just like an endurance test. It's like, all right, we're just going to get through this. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and and the Christmas commercials and the Christmas carols that you have to hear in the supermarket. And the cat trying to pull down the Christmas tree that you just spent hours putting up, that whole thing. Is that is what's that, bothering is, you, Bunky? Is that your reality? Yeah, Marty, our two-year-old tuxedo cat, he's, you know, the Christmas tree has got lots of shiny things on it, and it's hard for a little tuxedo cat to resist. <laughs> and today I saw him batting, I saw him batting one of the red ornaments, and he was just having a very good time, and I was like, Marty, please, Marty, please don't. And I know, you know, we're going to go down there one morning and he's going to have pulled all the garland off and several ornaments. and so, But like, it's asking a lot of a two year old tuxedo cat to just totally ignore all these shiny objects. Well, just you know? be careful that Marty doesn't eat any tinsel. We don't put tinsel on the tree for that very reason. Yes. So we we're cat aware, if you will. Oh, so, yeah, we kitty. Yeah. I listen. I shouldn't be saying this because Roger is right behind me, but Marty's a good kid. I really like Marty. He's he's grown on me. I mean, Roger's. Oh, so you got like preference here? No, I mean Roger is the OG. He he he's sixteen at this point, so Roger's been with us a long, long time, you know. And Marty's a relative newcomer, and he still has to you know earn his earn his spot. But he's the number two around here. Who does number two work for? Uh, Lori S. Out West, we are having a lovely chat all about the goddamn holidays, trying to get through it uh, with your your mind intact. But what else is new with you? What's going on with you since the last time we spoke? Any new uh, projects, endeavors, uh, things you've gone to see and and you need to rave about? Anything else you want to? It's your platform. Yeah, um... You know, I ha- I've been uh, kind of uh, hunkering down here because because uh, it's that time of year. Yeah. And just because of like you know COVID and everything and this this new variant and everything, I've just been kind of laying low. So um, I think I, we did discuss in the in the last show that. Uh, you know, I'm kind of done doing the tribute band thing. It's a great way to showcase your talents and everything like that. But mm-hmm. I'm just kind of done with 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 that whole scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it, did that for how many years? Oh man, since 2010. That's a long so, time. So you know, it's dozen a long years. Time, but yeah. I, I mean, if if we get like an offer, you know, for Lynette Skinner, then you know. I'll I can definitely put a lineup together, but I'm not out there like looking, and especially like right now because we don't know what the situation is. A lot of venues that I was playing at, at a, on a regular basis have closed their doors, and it's a shame. Yeah. So. And that's COVID related. Would you say? Yo, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Like this place called Joe's Great American that's in Burbank. I used to play there all the time, and that's closed. I think we were like this close to seeing you there one time. We were out in L.A., and I think you were there, and we just couldn't get the timing right to actually get there. 
That was yeah. our stomping ground. And what kind of uh, joint was that? Was it like a roadhouse or what? What kind yeah, of place? Yeah, it? it's just kind of like a roadhouse in Burbank. You know, mm-hmm. it's nothing fancy, but they had a decent sound system, and uh, the guy actually paid the bands and good beer on great. draft. Hopefully, I you know we got like you know the usual. Um, and yeah, they have like all these different beers and everything. They had like really just, you know, a, they had a great array of, uh, libations, if you will. Mm. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was just like, it was very homey. And, and what, what's, and what's there now? That. An anthropology store? What would they replace it with? God, God forbid. What, it's an empty now? building. I'm not seeing anything. Oh, boy. You know, if I had like a lot of money like a lot of money to start my own business mm. i'm gonna like buy up like some of these you know buildings that are just like sitting there empty mm-hmm. i mean one thing i would like you know love to do something for the homeless but i mean to start like a business i would love to um make one of those um like slash bakery, eatery, um, weed dispensary, kind hmm. of like like they had in um, Amsterdam when I was there. It was just really cool. You so know? they get was, you like, they get you stones so that you get hungry, and then they sell you the food. Right. That's a great idea. Absolutely. I like so, that. I mean, that's like the, one of the best things about being out here in california is that weed is legal in fact it's illegal not to smoke weed we have very strict marijuana that's very progressive uh we have the legal weed here in new jersey as well i've been to three or four different dispensaries i'm still not used to the idea of buying it legally it still freaks me out when i walk in a dispensary Right. Don't you always feel like when you're leaving and you've got your prescription bag, those old-fashioned prescription bags that they give you, and you're just like, uh-oh, there's a cop. He's going to stop me. Yeah, do you know, like I know, people who refuse to buy it legally, they're still dealing like with whatever weed dealer they have. They're just like, no, I'm not, no, no, this is how I do it. Yeah, I'm in that club. I okay. kind of go back and forth between the two, but like, there's so many... You know, all these like fancy schmancy pre-rolls that you can get that are dipped in all this delicious stuff. And mm. can't resist that every now and then. You got to like treat the, yourself. I like the lozenges because, you know, they're good for your throat. But this is this is a revelation <laughs> to me. We just figured out how we're going to get through the holidays. Exactly. Yeah, That's... I like a green Christmas. That's where I'm at. Wow. So now, are you still uh, smoking? Are you vaping? Is it edibles? Is it tincture? Is it all of those? All of the above? What is it? Uh yeah, I'm an old fashioned girl. You know, right. I still roll joints. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's like, and but yeah, you're right. There are like these e pipes that you can get, and uh, but I don't really like the vapes. Mm. I, don't and i think that they haven't done enough studies to see what this is going to do long term and let's face it smoking is no good for you either no we're all gonna die sometime well especially in new jersey all bets are off in new jersey yeah we're all gonna die in new jersey that's for sure yeah yeah i mean at least out there they got the california air resources board for god's sakes trying to do something about the air but here we're like fuck it what are you what are you gonna do ow ow that's how that's the approach to air quality in new jersey that's the approach here i always like whenever the wife and i or friends we have conversations especially friends who live in this state about your our health because that's what happens as you age you're talking to people about your lumbago and your dropsy and all the other crap that's affecting you i always say look we live in new jersey all bets are off you know, the ground and the air and the water will kill us before anything else. So you you choose your poison, I guess. You make your peace with it at some point. Yep. So. Or you could live underneath the Pulaski Skyway. You know, um, short, th- quick, sweet life. I think they're turn- probably turning that into some major condos. I don't know if you know what's going on in Jersey City. It's, I know. it's just amazing. It's uh, condos everywhere and, and expensive condos. These aren't affordable housing condos. I don't know if such a thing exists. It's luxury condos. If they could stick them under the Plasky Skyway, they will. Believe me. Yeah. 
I just I, I, I think like you know, I didn't know a whole lot about like the laws in New Jersey, but I just think it's really odd that there's actually this law that allows people to bury your loved ones in on your property if you own like more than an acre and you can declare it a cemetery. No kidding. Just, hmm. but, well, that's what Donald Trump did, right? He buried his first wife on his golf course in Bedminster. Yeah. Because it's a, for a tax break. I just don't like don't that he buried that her with her ass up in the air so he can park his bike there. I don't like what that. What docu- What Which documents? Wait, he still has documents, doesn't he? That's he does. He still has. There's still documents outstanding. And I, be- I believe, in my opinion, that, IMO. that he's he is uh, he has those buried underneath. The casket of Ivana Trump. That's where the documents are? very mysteriously. They're no use to him there. He needs them for leverage for some government that's going to pay him a lot of money to see them. That's, I mean, he's trying to cash out. You put him underneath her casket, that's going to be hard. What, are you going to tell the Russians to dig up your ex-wife? Right. Well, they're exactly. But they, he knows that, you know, probably the FBI is keeping an eye on him. Hmm. Hmm. So if he's, don't you think? You know, I think, but I was just thinking he's of what like I got so many indictments against him right now. I mean, yeah, he hasn't been indicted for anything, but there's just like so many, um, there's just like so many things out there that he's like, I mean, he's going to spend the rest of his life in court. He's going to be miserable. I love it. That's what I was hoping yeah. for for Christmas. That, That's the gift that, that I is wanted. The best Christmas present of all. It is a pretty good Christmas present. I mean, really, yeah. the only thing that would be better than that is if he had some kind of debilitating health thing happen to him. He, you know, got felled by something that didn't quite take him off the planet, but just, you know, made it to the point where like he had to be fed and his and and someone had to wipe his ass and all that stuff. That that would I think be amazing. That that's too. a thing. He now he still he has to be fed and his somebody has to wipe his ass. You think so? Not because he's disabled, but because he's Donald Trump. No. And why? Sh- and it. And why should he wipe his own ass? Mm-hmm. When he could pay somebody to do it, is that what you're saying? That's well. What I'm imagine saying. being that wealthy. You don't have to wipe your own ass. That's really wealthy. That's yeah. wealth right there. Hire someone to wipe your ass, even though you're able-bodied. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. And that is the best Christmas of all. Hmm. Just someone that stands in the bathroom all day, or they could sit, I guess. And you go, and they wipe your ass. Hmm. Well, we'll never be that rich, unfortunately. No, I never want to be that rich. And that, to me, that's, like, about, like, on par with, um... The guy in the Monty Python Meaning of Life movie, you mm-hmm. know, the, mm-hmm. the big fat dude who's just like so rich and just so obnoxious. Oh, Mr. Creosote, you're thinking of. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the one, he's, uh... just, he's just an absolutely loathe human being, just absolutely disgusting in yes. every way. But everybody respects him because he's rich. Yes. Just have this wafer thin Waffer thin mint. Thin. And he's thin. just a miserable fuck, and everybody has to do everything for him. Mr. Creosote. What a yeah. great character. Hey, Lorius, we have just flat old run out of time. Can you believe it how okay, we murdered well, I, the last I want, hour? One more thing. I just wanted mm. to plug my, my radio show that I'm going to be doing um, with um, on the Hound NYC. Wow. All right. Right. When We've are we dropping this? Sometime and in the new year. When do you, when do you, when do you think? Yeah, I want to start on um, in January. All right, let's yeah, do it. Twenty twenty three. It's coming. Lori S. Out West. Out West. And I'm going to be on from Saturdays from four to five. Well, four to five here. So that would be seven, seven to eight. eight. Oh, your like time. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we have run out of time. I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you, Lori, so much for being here. I appreciate this. And armadelicious.com is where you can go 
for uh, Loriesa's website. Armadelicious.com is A-R-M-A-D-I-L-L-I-C-I-O-U-S.com. I'll see you again real soon here on Aerial View. This show replays on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. And it becomes a podcast in between. understand me?